0: Hello everybody and welcome to Running From Comfort. This is episode 12 and this is another edition of The Solo Show. Before we continue, just a short little update. I will be returning to you guys with another interview next week. And don't worry, there are more interviews lined up. But I have liked mixing it up with The Solo Shows. And the purpose of today's show is I want to sort of wrap up a little bit my trip to the Philippines because I got to see a lot and I got to think a lot and... That's why we're here again with The Solo Show, because once again, I'm going to be attacking good old FOMO, because I have some thoughts about this that I haven't I wasn't able to finish in that last episode, and if you've come from the last episode, I want to say hey to you guys, and just a quick little update. So, from in last episode, I featured a clip of me asking Gary a question in front of 5,000 people, and then also me asking him if he'd come on this podcast front of 5,000 people and you know, if you've already seen it, he rejects me, but he gives me a but if you email me and say this, this and this, I'll come on your show in one year's time. Well, that whole event that I attended is now up on Gary V's YouTube channel, so you can check that out, I've got a few new listeners that have come from there, but what really surprised me was yesterday on Gary V's story, the swipe up post to go check out um, this latest talk was actually the clip of me asking him to come on his to come on my podcast Uh, a year ago i wrote you down as my dream guest my podcast so will you come on and how do i hook that up nope (laughs) (laughs) however however if you email me a year from today and in the title and then the next slide on his story was swipe up to see how he could potentially get me on his podcast so I think that makes it official, guys. Gary V is going to be a guest on this show in one year's time. So make sure you subscribe and look out for that one. Oh, I cannot wait. And, you know, if you're my listener now, and you're still listening in a year's time when I get Gary on, you know, props to you. But anyways, let's continue on with today's show. So this week, I just got back from the Philippines, and man, that was an incredible trip. So the purpose of this trip was my dad was invited to be a guest speaker at a church that he helped you know, establish about 20 or so years ago. Now, the organization was older than that. We attended their 60th anniversary. My dad really helped them grow. And, you know, all those years ago when he was going to the Philippines, he was going every single year, he was doing it, you know, like missionary type work, you know. He was trying to help those poorer communities that suffer from poverty. So, you know, traveling around the Philippines, I got to see a lot. And I'm going to, you know, run some footage here. I wish I did a bit more just general vlogging, but most of the footage that I got while I was over there, which you'll see playing randomly throughout this uh, video if you're watching on my YouTube channel, if you're just listening, you can go check this out on my YouTube channel. It's Zach Galloway. But anyways, you'll see that a lot of people, they live in these poor little humble homes. You know, they're built up of just like iron sheets and things like that. Now. The level of poverty in the Philippines was not quite as bad as how my dad explained it to me, and that's because the country has experienced a lot of economic growth since he, you know, used to go and visit on a yearly basis. And you know, some of the cities there—they're incredible, they're amazing. And I wish I had some footage, but you know, you can look it up. So, you know, some of the buildings, you know, around Manila, Quizon City, or Rockwall was one of the names of the new cities that we drove through, and there were a few others. I can't quite remember all of their names. I, I'm sorry. But some of these buildings are just incredible You know, the level of infrastructure and design That went into them, wow But what I thought was kind of sad Is you go two blocks down the street Or you know, you turn You know, and go down the street Just a little bit You start to see all the poorness again You start to see the poverty again You start to see the people just living in homes That you wouldn't even imagine Over here in the west And this is what Got me back to the topic of FOMO Because FOMO is an issue that we have in the West And it's getting worse and worse And we don't need it We don't And look, if you suffer FOMO I I feel sorry for you And I've suffered it, you know To a degree myself in my lifetime And I'm not trying to take anything away from you Because I do think it's a serious mental health issue But we don't need it And what I think that we're trying to do in society Is we're trying to dance around the problem We're trying to, you know, because we don't want to hurt anybody's feelings But it's not going to solve it, alright Now I believe FOMO is built up from a couple of things It's built up from abundance, right It's built up from entitlement But also, it exists because we are social creatures, right We value our social status So where we see ourselves in terms of our friendship groups Or how we feel that we're perceived by the wide world around us Really has an impact on us And that's because, you know, if you go into like our evolutionary biology And you know, you want to talk about how we used to be You know, we used to live in small tribes and communities And if you had a low social status Then you're probably going to, you know, be left for dead Or something along those lines Nowadays We have an abundance of wealth, right? Nobody in the West is ever going to starve to death. None of us are going to die of thirst. All right? And most of us are always going to have a roof over our heads. Now, of course, we have a homelessness issue, especially here in Melbourne. We have a bit of a crisis in terms of our homelessness. You know, if you ever see um, somewhere like LA, there's tons of people laid out on the street. And I feel sorry for these people. Really, I do. But the number one thing that leads... Two people ending up on the streets is poor mental health. So, this is something that we need to address earlier on. And something that really leads to poor mental health is our friend FOMO. It causes depression, it causes anxiety. I imagine some people may even get suicidal about it. So, let's break this down just a little bit, okay? Because FOMO, I really think there's kind of like two ways that it really happens. Uh, the first one is You see your friends And you see they're always going places without inviting you And they're propping it up on social media You think oh, They're really my friends oh, They must really not like me that much Or oh, the other thing that causes FOMO Is You know You look at the celebrity lifestyle Or not, not even celebrities But you know There are certain people that propagate their Fantastic lives on their Instagram And you think, wow, I wish I could live that life And then you start questioning your own life And you start to realise that you're probably never going to live a life like that And that makes you so damn depressed But, uh, it just sucks, doesn't it? Well, hang on a second What's the answer to this? What is the answer to this? I'm going to zoom in a little bit What is the answer to this FOMO problem? Well, I think I have somewhat of a solution I believe it's going to come From perspective And I also feel like As part of that we need storytelling But the number one thing that's going to Cure your FOMO Is to stop worrying about Other people and to start worrying About yourself You know, As I said you're not going to starve to death You're not going to die of thirst You're probably always going to have a roof over your head there are people in other countries in the world right now That don't have any of that Now the Philippines was not As impoverished as what I imagine, But, you know, they have a Very low income And, you know, they have the possibility that they could become Homeless, and, you know There might be times where they do have to go hungry Because they can't afford to eat And they might not always have access to clean drinking water You know, we went out to this rural area Called Laguna, Right, I saw it This skinny little, um this kid must be no older than five or six years old, this big water pump. You know, he has to pump, you know, he has to go on this pump to get water, right? If me or you, we are thirsty, we go to the tap, we run the tap, we drink. We're fine. There's nothing to worry about. So what I really think causes FOMO is the fact that because we've solved the issue of survival over here in the West, we need to create other problems because now we're not so fixated on our need to survive, We're worried about our social status. That becomes the most important thing. And I'm not saying that it's bad to be worried about your social status. But it becomes very critical for a lot of people. And FOMO is real. People get really worked up about this. And some people may not even know how affected they are by this. But you've got to understand something. That person on Instagram whose life you idolize, I guarantee you it is not that good. Because we know one thing. If there's one thing we know, money and wealth does not make you happy. That kind of take away some stress if you're financially free. Of course it can. But buying lots of things, consuming lots of entertainment, these are things that don't make us happy. And, you know, what tends to be the thing that people gravitate towards is i want to buy this i want to buy that i need to go here i need to go there i can't wait to watch this i need to play this many video games you know we're all concerned about our entertainment we need to constantly be entertained and our attention spans are getting worse and worse when's the last time you watched a damn movie without checking your freaking phone seriously (laughs) and you just see this you know You walk around and you just see everybody, you know, their head's down on their phone. They're not engaged in the real world. Or even sometimes you're having a conversation with somebody. It's like, hey, how was your day today? Like, oh, yeah, I had a good day. Oh, sorry, just give me two seconds. I've got to reply to this message. I think there are so many good things about the internet and social media, you know? There are some very lonely, isolated people, and sometimes people isolate themselves because they feel like they just don't fit in with the broader society. And the internet provides you a place where you can connect with like-minded people, and social media allows us to do that at scale, and I think that is a fantastic and great thing. I also do believe that we don't need to sacrifice face-to-face interaction, okay? And I really do think it's important that you get out there and you get yourself some good friends. And if your friends are the ones that don't invite you anywhere And then put it all over their social media And make you feel like an outcast One Why don't you just ask them to hang out sometime Maybe they just forgot to invite you And two If they really are that bad of friends Get better friends, okay The 7 billion people in the world I guarantee you there's probably maybe a few thousand If not a few hundred thousand Or even a few million people in your city Depending upon where you live Now, once again, of course, if you live in a more rural area. You know, maybe if you're old enough, it's time to pack it up and move and go somewhere else if you don't fit in with your local town. But worst case scenario, we have our social media. We can connect with people, okay? But still, we get caught in this trap of either idolizing somebody else's life or worrying about the fact that we weren't invited places or that we're not popular enough or that we don't have any social status. You know, these are things that we worry about so much. And it makes sense. Once again, we're social beings, okay? We have this need for external validation. But I want to crack that open. You don't need anybody else's validation, okay? The only life you should ever be concerned about is yours. And the only opinion of yourself you should ever be concerned about is your own opinion of yourself. What other people think of you does not matter at the end of the day. It doesn't. They're so damn wrapped up in their own lives, they don't give a shit. You think they do. Maybe they express strong opinions about your life. So, you know, that makes you think even more than they do But really, they probably don't care all that much And depending upon the opinions they're, you know, giving on your life They might be people you need to cut off altogether, right? You know, if your best friend's out there telling you You ain't shit or, oh, you ain't going to achieve your dreams or anything like that You should probably find a new friend You need to find people that are going to build you up Help you become the best version of yourself So what ultimately I'm trying to say here is I think the answer to FOMO really is going to come from perspective, okay? We need better perspective on life because I don't think you realize this. If you live in a Western society, right, and you're even in the middle class or slightly below... You are more wealthy than like 99% of the people that lived in human history. And you have it so much easier than everybody else. And we have the time to waste to consume all the entertainment that we want if we choose to spend our time that way. I don't think it'll be a satisfying way to live, but you can. That's the thing, you can. You know, we can watch endless amounts of Netflix. We can play all the video games. And, you know, we can save up and buy nice things. I don't think there's really much that we're missing out on in the world these days. Except for what we think we are But really And I mean really The only thing that you're probably missing out on Is your own damn potential Because you keep getting in your own freaking way Because you won't get out of your own damn head Wake up Your life is not shit And if it You do need to make improvements in life If you do need things to get better You can make it better You can We're all given some form of a talent I really believe it's God-given You may not believe it's God-given But you might at least be able to agree There's something that you're good at There's something that you like doing Go explore it, alright I really do believe every single human being has a purpose And we can find that purpose We can live that purpose out And if you were moving towards your purpose FOMO would not become such an issue And maybe moving towards your purpose Means you have to sacrifice your social life to a degree Well good, so be it because most people won't go for their purpose in life that's, that's a sad reality Most people won't And if your friends are the ones that are going to hold you back from that Then you might, you might not necessarily have to leave them But you might have to distance yourself In order to give yourself the time and space you need To succeed and achieve And that's a sacrifice that you may have to make But if you work towards your purpose, I guarantee you You're not going to be so caught up and worried about Susie didn't invite you for drinks on Saturday night And it's on her story and she's with all your other friends (laughs) That ain't going to bother you Because you're going to be so damn busy Trying to crush it at life And you're going to be so happy at the fact that you're progressing at life That it's not going to matter The other thing here is, you know The old fable myth that something's going to make you happy No, 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 no Get that idea out of your head The only person that's going to be able to make you happy is yourself And you have to find that within yourself And I truly believe happiness is something that's purpose driven And you don't necessarily have to get to the goal at the end to be happy You just have to be on the journey And when you really understand and can enjoy the journey Everything else will just fall into place Now I'm telling you I'm so far away from my end goal And I used to be delusional I used to think If I don't get there I'm not going to be happy So far away And you know what? It still is But I wake up every day just happy And I'll tell you something else And here's here's the trap that I fell into Which I'm going to try and help you guys with here If you do want to go after your purpose, right? You probably need to change some things about your life. You probably need to try and become a more productive person. You need to become more time smart. Now, I'm not as time smart as what I could be. That's just a fact. Alright? But you know what? I'm happy. But what used to happen to me was, I used to set these unrealistic expectations of myself. Well, I work this many hours. I have this many free hours. I need to spend all of my free time at X, Y, and Z... Making sure that I'm doing something productive Working towards my future goals And whenever I would waste my free time and not do that I would get really worked up about it If I can't do this now I'm never going to achieve my goals Patience alright You need to really embrace Patience It could take you 10 years, 20 years, 30 years 40 years, 50 years To get to where you want to be You just need to find out How to enjoy the journey And really impatience can cause a lot of stress and anxiety that you do not need so I'm happy to sit here and admit yeah I'm not going as hard as what I could you know could I spend a few extra hours and produce some better content or produce more content of course but I'm not trying to burn myself out I'm really trying to play the long game here that's what I'm trying to do and I'm happy doing that and when I'm happy I'm at my best And you know, don't discount just enjoying the world around you You know, something very important I think is If we find ourselves in a place that we're happy We need to share it Because the world these days is so nihilistic And that's not just FOMO, but in general Especially my generation We are so nihilistic We're so negative about the state of the world We're so negative about everything and then what do we do? We pour out more negativity on top of that. I don't think that helps. I think the answer is we need to start being more positive and, you know, embracing our happiness when we find it. If you sip on your coffee this morning and the taste of it was so nice that it just made you smile, you should share that with the world. You should make it a Corny little Instagram story telling all your friends how happy you are that your coffee tasted delicious. Because maybe that happiness might be contagious, and if your friends aren't happy for you, well, fuck them. Oh, and while we're at it, fuck your fucking FOMO. I'm sick of it. We don't need it. Sorry, I just had to. (laughs) We don't need it, guys. You know what's a better problem than FOMO? Struggling to achieve your goals. Because if you're struggling to achieve your goals, you're at least on the path to becoming a better person and living a better life, and you're one step closer to your success. So here's what I really ultimately think we need to do to cure FOMO. We need to encourage people to go After their purpose To be the best version of yourself you can be And then one day You're going to achieve a level of success And you can put that success back into the world And help make the world a better place Stop waiting for the governments to make the world a better place If you want the governments to make the world a better place You're going to sacrifice your rights And your freedoms to them And then ultimately They're not going to make the world a better place And you're probably not going to enjoy your life As much as what you do now That's an illusion At least that's what the socialists. The socialists want you to think that you surrender some of your rights to the government and then they make everything equal for everybody. I don't think that's the answer. I think we are all equal as human beings and I think we all have incredible opportunity and I think a lot of us are not taking advantage of all this opportunity that we have. So stop being nihilistic and also stop being socialist. Really? And quick, just one more little rant on socialism and communism Because I see it becoming more popular and prevalent these days And especially a lot of the people in my generation They want it Because they think capitalism is destroying the world And they also think that capitalism creates a society where only few can succeed If you create a socialist or communist environment The people that will be able to succeed Will become smaller and smaller You're going to sacrifice your rights to do so And then... Well, you're going to get closer to a totalitarianist government regime, which I don't think anybody wants. Go read A Brave New World by Aldous Huxley. Go read 1984 by George Orwell. I think they paint very accurate descriptions of what that world may look like. Also, go read some history books. Look at what happened in the Soviet Union. Anyways, there's my little rant against communism. Now, of course, greed is awful, and to a degree, greed is killing the planet. But you know what? We can play the game to make success, to make the world a better place. When you become a better person, without even achieving success, you already make your most intimate circles better. Because when you become a better person, you treat your friends better, you treat your family better. And maybe you start making a little bit more money So you can help out in those areas You know, in your local area That's how it starts Start with yourself Make your community better Make the world better I think we can all have a positive impact on the world We just have to strive to want to And to be able to achieve that Which we can We really can This is the time This is the opportunity We can all go after our purpose Go after our passion Be successful Say F you to the man And give back to the world And we will make this a better place That's what my mission is. Ultimately, that really is what it is. And in doing so, we need to start getting rid of our need for other people's validation. I know we're social creatures. I know we love to be validated, but it's not going to help you in the long run. It really isn't. Storytelling is very important in this as well. Because... To open up people's perspectives We need to tell stories And I think it's more important than just telling the story Of the person that's been successful I think it's as important as to telling the story Of the everyday person So in the next edition of the solo show I'm going to talk to you guys about my The beginning of my path Or my own, I suppose you'd call it The hero's journey Now I use that term not because I feel like I'm a hero But because it's the term Thrown around in mythology And As part of it in life As Carl Jung would say We have a myth that's trying to manifest itself And that is our purpose When you really start living towards your purpose The myth that you have in your head Of what your life could be Or what it should be Starts to play out And I suppose you'd say that's the hero's journey Because that's you aiming at your highest good And I used to be quite nihilistic And it was the story of other people That would motivate me To make myself better And it helped me get out of some really dark And negative head spaces And these are head spaces you'll get into If you become nihilistic And if you have FOMO And that's what I'm saying We don't need FOMO It's a problem we don't need It's a problem that we have But we don't need it Okay So here's some perspective for you When I was in the Philippines I was told a story about a family whose daughter was kidnapped These kidnappers chopped off her legs And made her a street beggar They didn't find her until years later Begging on the streets with no legs In the western world We will never have to worry about something That that awful happening to us And I'm not saying awful things don't happen Murder still happens in the west Rape still happens in the west We still have awful things that go on but nowhere near as much as in the third world and it's a lot harder to get away with over here and they're probably not things you're going to have to worry about in your day to day life like they would over there so you're never going to have to worry about starving to death you're never going to have to worry about dying of thirst if you keep your mental health in check you'll probably always have a roof over your head you don't have to worry about being randomly murdered in the street understand just how blessed you are to live the life that you live And a lot of these people in third world countries You know They would absolutely kill to Have the opportunity we have over here They would love to feel so safe But most of us just hate our lives Simply Because we're nihilistic Because we have FOMO And here's something else I want to address Because you know We're constantly consuming entertainment Watch what you listen to. Pay attention to what you're consuming. Because if you don't think the songs that you listen to, the movies and the TV shows that you watch, have a negative impact on your mental health, you're gravely mistaken. You know, there was this song I heard on the radio over and over again. Because in the Philippines, right, you know, we are traveling in a car a lot. We are going out to all these rural areas. So they had the radio on and they were playing the top 40. And by top 40, I mean they play the top 15 songs I don't know, on the hour Every hour And this one song I kept hearing was this song by Macklemore Called Shadow And I'm not saying this is a bad song And I do think from reading the lyrics It is supposed to have a bit more of a positive message But the song itself is dark in nature Alright Now, listen to this chorus Got me straight up drinking from the barrel I've been losing hours Singing sad songs underneath the gallows Running from my shadow Now, imagine, you know, when you hear a song and you like it Maybe about the second, third or fourth time you hear it You'll start singing the chorus And you'll start singing it over and over again And if you're listening to it over and over again Whatever is going on in that song is being implanted in your subconscious mind Even if you're not consciously thinking about the lyrics Your subconscious picks up everything And it's the same with what you watch If you're watching things that are very negative, right? It's going to have an impact on your mental health If you think otherwise, you're being completely ignorant to that fact So, if you live a life and you start to think Why am I depressed? Why am I anxious? I have everything I could ever need or want Start to take note of what you're listening What you're consuming Because I guarantee you, you're probably consuming a lot of content That's adding a lot of negativity to your life That does not need to be there So pay attention Be careful with what you listen to You know that old saying Hear no evil, see no evil, speak no evil It's very very true It will have an effect on you So just think about that for a moment I remember Mac Miller's last album Before he unfortunately passed away Right? I remember I was listening to that album a lot And I started getting depressed And then I started paying attention To what he was singing about And I'm telling you That was not a happy album at all Right, fill your ears with positivity, as Gary Vee would say The man, just reference him again And that will help you to become more positive Understand how great your life is That will start making you realise that your FOMO really isn't shit And I'm sorry if you suffer from it Because I know that it can seriously affect people's mental health All right? I'm not trying to take the piss out of it But I am, because we don't need it Fuck your fucking FOMO once again but it's not your fault. All right, we've grown up in a society that's conditioned us that way and it's coddled us and it's made us soft. But it doesn't have to be that way. You can change your perspective, you can change your mindset. So let me do that with this podcast. All right, I'm trying to bring you stories of other people that have been through adversity, they've been through tough shit, and they've seen the light at the end of the tunnel. And I'm trying to share that with you guys, okay? So if you need a positive fix, go check out a previous episode i got plenty of stories up there and I've got plenty more stories to tell. But now, I'm going to have to conclude this shortly. So let me just wrap this up all nicely and put a bow on it and end this episode. So if you have enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to share this with, with somebody else. Make sure you share this with somebody who you think might be suffering from FOMO. Stop worrying about everybody else's life. Start worrying about your own. That's the key takeaway from today's episode We can get rid of FOMO Maybe not everybody will But at least you can You can get rid of it from your life And you know what else goes out the door with the FOMO? Your insecurities Because when you stop worrying about external validation and the FOMO You start being less insecure When you're less insecure You're going to be able to put yourself in a position to thrive because beating your insecurities and not having a fear of failure or rejection Is going to really help you succeed in life Because you're just going to be able to go for it You're going to gun it But anyways, if you have enjoyed today's show Please make sure that you give this a rating and review on any platform you are listening on And do not forget to subscribe And if you're on watching this on YouTube Go down below, hit the like button, hit subscribe, hit the notification bell You all know the drill there don't forget to take a screenshot of you listening on your smartphone and upload it to your Instagram story and tag me out at Galloways underscore take and at running underscore from underscore comfort. And look out for next week's episode. Uh, it's going to be an interview with my old boss who brought me to Melbourne. Um, that's very exciting. I recorded this interview a few months ago and you know he has some very interesting insights. He's the principal of a law firm. It's a bit different, but... I think you guys will enjoy that one I thought I had an interesting conversation with him Following on from that episode I'm probably going to do another solo show Talking about my own journey Because him bringing me to Melbourne Was one of the most significant Life-changing events that I've had And I'd really like to start sharing more Of my own personal experience with you guys I've been a little bit shy I've been kind of waiting and sitting on a few things But you know as we go forward with the podcast I want to get nice And deep and personal with you all So I hope you're looking forward to that And there'll be more interviews of course in the future Because this is a podcast where I want to bring you some inspiration from the world Because there are so many amazing people doing so many amazing things in the world And you can do amazing things too If you aren't already And you probably are doing amazing things that you're not even aware of You just haven't given yourself the moment to take the step back And just clap for yourself a little bit Because a lot of us do a lot of good things and we might not even realize how much of a positive impact that we're having on the world. But also, I just want to encourage you, you know, we can all go for our purpose in life and have a good impact on the world. And you know what? If we, if all of us make an effort to make the world a better place, imagine how good of a place it really could be. All right, that's it for today's show. I'm out of here.